Unlap fashion, split hairs. You want all that? God damn it! That's You all decided to investigate the uh, glacier, discovering that it had been overseen by the twins, an onslaught of brood creatures, and some wizened elf that seemed to be pulling some type of strings. As the twins were told that you've angered him, and now they must deal with him. After a bit of clutch planning, teleporting out through some dimension doors, getting just enough time ahead of them to get to your base, and teleporting out, you made your way back to the city of Mendeleev to begin updating them on the lost cause that is that village, and getting your men back before they're just sent to slaughter. Afterwards, you were asked to stay a day in the castle just to ensure that any disease y'all might have, as it did rampage for a short time in the castle, just to make sure it didn't spread further before y'all were allowed to go back to the cathedral and begin a long rest. Though once you got there, things suddenly started jumping out to you. It was very odd. Harry didn't greet you, as he always normally does. And instead, you come to find out that Lady Roomskill has been signed over Proprietary, proprietary management as the uh, overseer for the estate now. Meliodas got into a rather tense tussle with her and put them at ends, but a little bit of rain on the castle top made everything a bit better for them. Though, the oddities that were Terry couldn't escape y'all. The way he was acting, the way he was referring to y'all. And just the way he looked at Evelyn was unsettling. After a bit of poking and prodding, y'all quickly discovered that Laurel had used a wish spell to disguise herself as best she could to be Terry, and somehow swapped places with him in y'all's leave. Quickly trying to dispatch her, she instead fled, and at the last moment of her escape, used another wish spell to bring Vin to be her lover, splitting Evelyn and Twine, creating Evelyn and Vin. Vin was then teleported to her side and enslaved to her will, where he's madly in love with her and only knows that. We'll be picking up there. The gate has closed. Vin is gone. Evelyn is standing in shock. No! And Mel just slams his fist through the fucking banister. Sadaz! You know magic that moves us! Can you get us to Melda? Not today. Once again, we need to regroup and plan how to get back to Inbelda. Maybe the priestess knows a circle. Maybe they have... Mel. We're tapped out. But if we can get to them today, she's on our last! We can get her! We'll die. Get him back. She, we, 
we, I think we need to spend a week of rest. I don't think that any harm will come to Ben. He just slams his fist into the wall. We mm-hmm. have eat. Too soon? Too soon. So I'm. He's our fucking leader! We need to go get him back! I thought Eve was our leader too. One and the same? No, they're two separate. I see. I'm just going off what Mel's been told by Evelyn themselves. Can't help that they keep changing their minds, so he keeps having to change how he believes. Um, Eve. Darling, how are you feeling? Uh, Damn it! I had one fucking job! And he starts to walk off. Don't break anything that's irreplaceable. Please. Okay, he'll start walking down the, the, the stairs, I guess, because we're on the balcony, right? There's mm-hmm. What just happened? Is this Eve? Yes. So, <coughs> your fiancé <laughs> wished for half of you, and you were the half that was left behind. Start hearing celestial pings as he's going down the stairs. And then she gated, and then gated again, and left with your other half fully enwrapped in her. How are you feeling? Which which side of you is gray? You just hear. Does uh? Fuck, Terry! Do you feel that? Yeah, yes, I do. Notice anything different about your left side? Uh, it's gone a bit gray. Yeah, yeah. Half black, half gray is not bad. Is there anybody else hopping around in there? I don't think so. Overall, any pains, aches, headache? No? Uh, I think I'm okay. God, I need to learn this spell. Mel has remembered that Terry wasn't Terry. And so he's looking for wherever she's stuffed his body. So I'm going to start searching our cathedral. So there's a lot going on. Um, Terry turned out not to be Terry, which means Terry, real Terry, needs to be somewhere. So we should probably try and locate them. Yes? Y'all just hear doors slamming and... I hope he doesn't break everything. 
Ricky will approach Eve and will pat Eve on the shoulder and will say, <clears throat> um, "This may take this may take some time to process, um, and we will get them back. Um, but for now." We need at least a day to recuperate from what happened. Um, and if you want to talk about it, or if you want to help us plan uh, to get Ben back, uh, we're always open to any suggestions. They have the worst sticky though. It's like a line through the middle. It's do you do you want to sit down or lay down? He's not really gone, is he? He's temporarily gone. Um, you will have to come to terms with this. You have been completely separated with completely separate bodies. Y'all know I'm cussing up a storm right now. The fire alarms are. (laughs) (laughs) Ben, are you okay? Are you all right? Don't don't ignore me, Ben. I know you're there. You're always there. You know you can't get rid of me. Come on, Ben, answer me. Take over. You can have the whole week, I promise. We can go out and have some drinks together. (laughs) I know you love doing that. Maybe play a song or two for some drunk losers. Uh, I'll sing one of your songs. You always tell me I have the better voice. I won't complain afterward, I promise. I'll do it in front of everybody, too. Sober as a tech. Ben, I know it's been tough lately, and I know you need a break. It just feels like the whole world is falling apart right now, but I know together we can get through this. You just have to answer me. Talk to me like you always do. It's a good thing I left, because Mel would have a fucking breakdown right now, too. You've been so friendly to me lately, Ben. You've been telling me stories again, just like old times. It's been helping me sleep. I know you already know that. Not like I can keep it from you. Please, please, please. This is just a bad dream. I know it has to be. Nothing in this world can be this cruel. So let's just wake up from this together so I can hear your lovely voice again. Ben, please, I can't do this. I can't face this darkness without you. We were supposed to do this together. Never one without the other. You're always there for me like I was always there for you. Nothing can take that from us. It's infallible, right? You can't leave me like this, Vin. It isn't fair. I can't leave them like you can. I'm not you, no matter how much I think I am. You always have an answer for everything. I'm just a bubbling rabbit with a bunch of stupid fantasies. 
We still have to find Fen, damn it. Nothing else matters, right? That's what you said. Instead, you start drawing a damn heart for everyone else, and look where it's got you. I told you just to run. I was screaming in that stupid head of yours just to find someplace safe, but you were listening to this instead. Why? 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 That <laughs> just kind of collapsed. Would I hear any of that, or I'm too busy slamming doors? I'd say that you're too focused to notice. I'm trying so to find Terry's dead body. I'm going to attempt to kind of slide in and just kind of give you a frontal hug with my small self. Kind of snuggle up. Ricky will set your back um, try to comfort you. Meliodas! Meliodas! Bring him back! Please! You swore you would protect him! Why didn't you protect him? I should have waited. Meliodas! Meliodas! Bring him back, please! You swore you would protect him. Why didn't you protect him? Do I hear that? I'm basically shouting into like a giant. Are you uh, (laughs) broadcasting too? Or would you have the earring? Or no, it's a tongue ring, but split's weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess I would have said. Okay. You got it. Yeah. I would broadcast it again. Because you weren't there. That produced feedback. <laughs> hear a double. You just hear. I swear to you, and And wherever I'm at at the moment, like, Mel just drops to his knees and just starts beating the floor with his hands. You never protected no one! I'm so sorry, guys. Wait, wait, wait. I, I know what's happened. Uh, he's just sleeping. It has to be, just like before. I'll just go to sleep and that'll wake him up. Right, right, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm just overreacting. I'm gonna get up and just like stumble past you guys to the bed, to the bedroom. Which has ice walls in it now. That, that, that faded, yeah. Oh, okay. There's a lot of concentration this Bunch of water, <laughs> <laughs> You ever melted a freezer? <laughs> <laughs> this puddle there, right? Maybe room still. Most of the side goes over to the banister. So you cast something and begins pulling up all the pieces that got smashed away from it and then mending them. 
There are so many doors that have been broken off their hinges now. Where he's just slammed them open. Terry's not in there. Go to the next one. He's just looking for his dead body at this moment. Well, at this moment he's... Whatever room I've made it to. Just on his fucking knees. Would, would her title, if she takes Terry's spot, be mistress? <laughs> she still prefers living room. Okay. But she's very adamant about that's what she used to be called. Regardless of what she's doing. Lady Broomsteel. Yes. I want to say that I trust you're on our side, but our conversation will still take place later, yes? I assume so. Unless there's any other issue. It looks like my day might be spent repairing things. It's cheaper than a carpenter. Hopefully he doesn't break anything that's irreparable. I doubt punches and slammers are going <coughs> to damage anything beyond my capacity. Uh, the marbled floor, on the other hand, that's definitely going to require skilled labor. And you will be attending my meeting tomorrow? Yes. As I said, I'm technically I'm under your employ, so... After seeing your display here, um, I must insist. Please forget the display. It's only in a time of need. Didn't need someone destroying my uh, facility. No, I hope that we can have a chat later, maybe a few discussions just on uh, Arcana. Maybe. Sorry, I'm a little short and quite upset at the damages to the estate. Yes, yes. But just block it out, but there's a bit of theory crafting and a few techniques I've noticed you use that I'm quite intrigued about. You hear more doors slamming open as Mel goes back to trying to find Terry's body if it's in this place. You see, you kind of mumbled something to the side of your comments of that. No, I'll be into it. And she quickly begins striding off to investigate damaged doors, broken hinges. What can we do about Eve and Mel? Honestly, I, I don't know. Um, I say we're taps and we need at least we need time to rest. Um, maybe uh, next week we can make a trip to Imbelda and uh, try to meet them there. But um, we do have a potential second option, mm -hmm. which is the dreamscape. Now, upon studying further that ritual, I believe you can cast it not ritually, and it almost works similar to the teleportation circle, where we, instead of just projecting our mind there, we go there physically, and perchance be able to travel more quickly. It's a risk, because it's an unknown. But, it is a potential option. I 
category is that whatever that was cannot be reversed. The things that we just witnessed are talked about at the very, very highest level. Most of what we just saw are objects of legend. So, perhaps it might be, if, if that's just a taste of her potential arsenal, it's definitely worth treading with caution. Not to say haste isn't important, but if her castle is where I think it is, I believe that'll be eight months via land. Not to mention the unseasonal cold, which could potentially hinder and make the trip longer. Well, we have a week to prepare, at least. How are you doing? We haven't had a chance to talk about tap. I know there's nothing we can do at the moment. Uh, not until we get more information about the prison. I know that uh, the priestess uh, has uh, people working to learn more about it. And I believe the dreamscape may also be a way to get into the manor and surpass the wall. Potentially. I have no evidence to back this up, but if my research is correct, there's a potential that we may be able to get into the manor via the dreamscape. I mean, awesome. I, I, I want to definitely want to go get Tavi, um, and if we can use the dreamscape to do that, I would happily do so. All thing is, though, I mean, he's been possessed. There's no telling what the demon is capable of. Um, or what uh, the Viscount's capable of. I mean, both of them are there in the same location. Um, if we do grab Tabby, I'd rather do it in a, in a way where we can make it out alive. We go that route, and if my hunch is correct, we should probably invest in some blessed silvered weapons. That sounds like a sound point. Um, the thing is, while uh, while I would I'd happy to prepare and get Tavi. What are we going to do about them? Yes. We can do... Unfortunately, this... I do not have an answer tonight on that. 
Yeah, this whole this these current events have pulled our focus into different directions. I haven't even been able to process what has become of Terry. Exactly. Um, not only Terry, but Lady Moonsteel is also a mystery. Honestly, I still don't trust her. I trust that her interest is in the protection of this cathedral and the preservation of this cathedral. I don't know what her other motivations could be, but I trust that that is a fact. Well, here's my concern about the cathedral and everyone in it. That's not us. Uh, already we have had Terry uh, compromise and you know someone from the cult was able to basically take their place um, who's to say that Lady Rune Seal isn't somewhat a part of the cult or some of the other staff are a part of the cult I mean I can only imagine that there are eyes and ears inside of uh, the full moon district whether it's here or inside the castle um, and I am concerned that more people will be compromised. Um, That's a very valid concern. We've gone from, what, 10 staffers to hundreds? Unvetted unknowns? Not to mention Lady Rusil wasn't telling the truth when she said that uh, the priestess sent her. There's that fact that... Do you remember what we did with the pirates? Um, when we interrogated them. Right. We should probably do the same with Lady Rubensteel. When we can. For now, we need to rest. And drink. That's for damn sure. And we need to make sure Mel doesn't break. Or Eve. Either of them. They're, they both are, are on edge. As you still hear the doors just fucking being burst open. And little rings of Celestia. <coughs> now he's cussing himself out. By the way, do either of you have Banish prepared? Even if I had it prepared, I wouldn't be able to cast it. So. Okay. But in a week's time, I can... On it. Well, I'll be up front. After what's happened here, I'm thinking about sending uh, Roger home. Uh, I plan on saying, uh, I mean, all of you are my family. Um, so there's no worry about that. But as I, while Roger is my family too, I don't want him to be replaced by someone from the cult. I don't want him to be compromised. So uh, I'm going to talk to him and see how he feels about whether or not he wants to stay or go. And depending upon his choice, I'll ask either one of you to. I will make sure I have it prepared. Okay. Then, um, then yeah, I'll let you know what he decides. 
halfway want to like bang on the table at intervals, but I also don't want to be that kind of dick either. Where is Eve currently? In the bed. Just weeping? Yeah. What time of day is it? <laughs> is that like morning? Yeah, it's still like almost noon. <laughs> <laughs> so, we can start a long rest again. <laughs> I need to go find six. Understood. So while they're talking, mm-hmm. have I found Terry's body here? Roll me an investigation. Oh, oh, perception check. I rolled a six on the same thing. Yeah, that's a failure. Actually, in this case, we're going to get two. You said perception? I do. I'm mm-hmm. about investigation or perception. And that's a second level spell. And so because it's with the group, I get staff. more, right? Potentially? No. Okay, it's not one of those. Because it's not that he's hiding from here. 21. Um, that's yeah, I'll Could have been a little chart. 21. But you could potentially get that slot. Oh. I I didn't want to use it on Eve because, you know, it's important to process these emotions. Actually, but I could send Teddy home as soon as he wants. You mean Roger? Yes, Roger. Right. Terry's probably Roger. Okay. Um, just let me know. Okay. Um, but, yes, I can use calm emotion um, and... Let me see how many charges we have on the staff. Probably knocked over a face. Um, I have just enough to restore a second level spell slot. They're amplified, and every time he's sad, he's rageous, so I can't help myself. I have to calm him down. Okay. Um, make sure he knows it's temporary. Okay. But we need to get. The emotions processed. Be there to talk if he wants to talk. Be there just by his side. Mm-hmm. Maybe your presence will just help him. I will try and console Eve okay. the best I can, but I don't know about you, but I'm gonna have to restart my preparations for the week. Bye. Same here. Oh. You said your total for? 21. Four. Perception. Perception. As you're storming around the cathedral, frightening servants left and right, bashing open doors, screaming, yelling. Also, just streaming down his face. Like, if anyone comes sees him, like, it's just nonstop. It's when you're about to leave one room, Dr. Dinkle's room, his laboratory, as it's presently unused as he's frequently out and about. It's mostly filled with crates, storage. You stop yourself at just the last second before you shut the door. The moment you thought you heard something breathing. What? The room is dark. You don't see a torch. You light it up, you can see there's Crates filling the room left and right, tables. I'm not leaving any inch of this cathedral unturned. I will be going into the basement last, but. 
It's very hard to tell, but I swear you hear very faint breathing in this room. Well, we go fucking look. And tearing through the room. If anything, I think it might be Dingles, and I'll make him help search. Grabbing a crate that you think might be big enough for him to fit in, listening to it before ripping it open and moving it. When you get to the corner of the room where there's a large pile of crates all stacked up, very neatly organized and labeled, <clears throat> you notice that there's just a thin gap between two of them that you can hold, and the crate just slides easily. It slides across the room then! Like it's on wheels. We're <laughs> getting a small hidden gap between the crates and the wall. And you see, bound to a chair, hands tied down, very crude bandages covering much of his body, including half of his face. They're all red. And there's a moment, his eye flutters open. He's I just embrace him and start wailing. I untie him from the chair. I carry him. I get him out of the room and into the main area and try to find you. Because I have no more healing. I'm out. I'm tapped. Where are you, Mel? I'm like I, I'm in the fucking central. Like I'm. I, I, uh, oh, are you over the thing? Yeah. Come to the center. Sorry, I don't want to scream too much. Be nice, to like a little bit. All right, Ricky will all bound down to the center. Actually, he won't even say that. He'll just be like, right. Right, you should be able to hear him. Like he's not got the brain capacity okay. to like talk. Well, Ricky comes hopping along, and he's going to check out um, his injuries. Medicine check. And Mel's still just like holding on to him. He's just saying sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You look him over. Certain things immediately start to stand out past the fact that he's really only kept just alive. The bandages were very crudely added to him just to staunch the bleeding enough. It appears that his ear that was already severed has been completely removed now. Uh, the eye appears that's bandaged over appears badly damaged, but it may heal. It seems he's missing a few fingers, and there are chunks of fur and flesh all over his body that have been removed. I didn't tell you all about the three days I spent with her. When I was captured? Oh, Laurel. Is it Laurel or Laurel? Laurel. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, Mel's just sitting there with him in his arms, rocking kind of with him, and like just saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Ricky will immediately use a bandage on him. 
survive, though healing probably won't be pleasant for him. Ricky's going to follow him out. I'm going to go take Terry and lay him in his room. stay in Terry's room to watch over him. Uh, before you go, Mel. Either continue, because he's not going to stop. Uh, <coughs> do you want to talk about what happened? He just continues to walk out. Just uh, before you go, um, just know that I'm here if you want to talk, uh, and if you want some relief, I can use calm emotions on you if you want. I just don't think he actually hears you. Even if you're on the comms, I think he's just in okay. his head, and he's just zombie walking towards... I guess the center of the cathedral at the moment because like the thought of finding Terry's body was like helping him process like well helping him ignore um well if you're going to just wander off he's going to leave Terry's side because he's going to be there regardless well you don't know where I'm wondering too you just see me walk out and not answer he had just left the door 
So I the can door to Terry's you. room. Yes, but I can follow you. Okay. Um, right now he's just slowly walking down the corridor. He's going to try and get your attention, Mel. Mel. He's going to keep calling your name. Mel. Um, it seems a lot has happened tonight. Um, That's right, I was going to ask the priestess. And he starts walking. I also thought it was a night since afternoon. Yes. <laughs> Maybe she can... Maybe she can get us done, Belva. No, it should be evening, though. Because this would be after the first day of rest. And so if the I was here... The first day of rest was held at the castle. So this is the second day of rest. Ah, but it got after after day of gotcha. one. Because of more. <laughs> right, gotcha. Um, but yes, as you're heading off towards the priestess, Ricky will follow you. I pick up a little bit of speed and try to get into the castle to get and I'm, I'm still soaked in blood and shit and uh, I'm trying to see if she has a way to get some Belda because Mel especially after what was said Mel is desperate to go right now so you storm the castle to find the priestess and figure out what we can do to see if she has a way to get in Belda today because I know she has the teleporty magics, and I know he has the teleporty magics, and he said he can't do it. So I'm going to go see if she can do it. And if she can't do it, I'm going to fucking punch a fucking wall again. So and then probably get a horse, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to sit with Eve. I'm going to have Malthus go fetch two bottles of wine. And after getting the wine, I'm going to have him take Chip to Aronet for the day. Doesn't take him too long, yeah. Go fetch a bit of wine and bring it to you and then begin escorting Chip through the city in the storm. How exciting. Eve, would you like some wine? I suppose that can help. set up in bed. Do you want to play a game? What game? I think Ben is playing a game with us. What do you mean? Well, this whole display, I think it's just an elaborate game. But what are the rules? What's what's the, the reason? Well, to save him, of course. Like a game of hide and seek? Exactly. But of course, to make it interesting, he had to make the stakes high. How can you undo a wish? Another wish. The ring had one more charge. I think we can get it from her before she uses it. I believe that's part of the game. The payoff is in the castle. That's just a 
snippet of her arsenal. Imagine what else she has hiding in store. I think we can be her. <laughs> Right now, no. I do not. But we've pulled off things that I didn't think were possible before. I am typically on the overly cautious side of planning, but who knows? If only I hadn't missed that shot. I know I should have just stuck to the crossbow. Well, you still have the rifle. Perhaps this is Vin's way of telling you you need to master it. Possibly, but... It doesn't fire straight for some reason, it doesn't... It would take weeks to learn how to use that thing. And start investing your time now. Because the next time you take a shot, it can't miss. Maybe you're right, but... I don't know what to do. I've never done things by myself before. Well, not I? by yourself. You know what I mean. Quite frankly, I don't. But I can get the gist of it. It's going to take a bit to adjust, but you're strong. You are strong. You can do this. Vin believes in you. I believe in you. It'll take a bit of adjustment. Yes, but you can do this. I don't know if I can, though. I need them. Well, it's not much of a game if you need Vin to go get Vin. I know you're trying to put it in a way that makes it more interesting for me, but at the moment, I still can't believe it. I don't think any of us were prepared for what happened here today. Where's that wine? Yes, I got you a bottle. Oh. Cheers. Can we start drinking it? This will make studying interesting. <laughs> How much a whole bottle of it? Hmm? How many shots would a whole bottle be? Shots of wine? Yeah. Anywhere mm. between 12 and 16 ounces, I believe, on average. Depending on the size. So zoned. This is about 6 ounces. Like, if you don't drink one, you're not going to get his attention. That's why we're keeps swallowing. Drinks with that thing. <coughs> because. Drink wise, it's usually four to six glasses per bottle. Yeah. So we can probably say five glasses. And you can hear? For these bottles. Just to make it easy. Yeah, if we're talking Gregory, then we're looking at around 12 to 20. Right. <laughs> I have no issue chugging this bottle of wine. You can probably see that he's trying to 
questions. But yeah, he's on a mission to get to the first yeah. After, um, after, after Conrad. Oh, uh, for the wine, it's a DC of 12, and then plus 2 for drinking afterwards. First one was a 13. 14. Last one I got. That's a little better, but I can't lead you guys. I don't know how to do that. I know how to sulk in the shadows and strike unexpectedly, but I don't know how to tell you guys what to do. All you need to do is put up a front. What do you mean? Just pretend. Pretend. Think what Finn would do. Or if you don't know, ask us for our opinions. What is a leader without their counselors? True. True. I think I just need some time to process this. Do you feel safe by yourself? I usually do, but I think I'll be fine in the cathedral. I don't think Morel is going to come back, so... She don't give a fuck about it if she come in. Well, I'll be at the tower. Alright. You need me. I'll be in here if you guys need me. But Ricky and Mel will be about, I'm sure. I don't know what Zataz is doing, but that's nothing new. <laughs> but I want you to know that we're here for you. I'm here for you. Well, thank you, Gregory. Your well-being is very important to me. That's quite nice of you. Because we're friends. <laughs> and family. Yes. Ben called your family. So I guess I have two as well. What are we to you, Eve? I don't know. Bunch of assholes. <laughs> but better than the assholes is out there, I guess. Maybe assholes, but we have your back. My only regret is I wasn't powerful enough to do anything about this. Kept trying to do something, but then kept resisting me. I don't think he wanted me to do anything. Maybe it's what he wanted. Again. This is why I think it may be, in fact, a game. An elaborate game. I don't think Ben is that smart, though. Do you know every single one of his thoughts? No, neither does he know all of mine. But... He spent his whole life running from people. I don't understand why he would do that, then. 
Maybe he was trying to... I think he knew if he didn't, we were all dead. And I think he did it to protect us. You really think Ben is good? He has the potential to be good. We all do. And I know that whatever happens with the brain thing was only temporary, but I think it it definitely made an impact. Just as I told him, I'll tell you, we're at a tipping point right now, a point where we get to write history and define how people remember us. And the question is, do you want to be remembered as a legend or a monster? I don't know. Whichever wins, I guess. Ben would probably have answered that differently. I think he actually wants to save this place, but he never told me directly. I believe the world is worth saving. I don't believe my brother was correct in just abandoning this world. I think you can do it though. It's pretty fucked up. I think it'll t still take time. No world is perfect. But we can make it more bearable. At least fix this bloody magic. So inconvenient at times. Yeah, I know what you mean. Did you finish your bottle? Yes. Alright. I basically get to drink one bottle per constitution. <laughs> oh. I'm more worried about now. I know I shouldn't have said those things, but. Just don't let him do anything stupid. I think Ricky's going to see to that. It sounds like he found um, Terry. Terry. <laughs> oh. God, that name slipped my fucking mind. Yeah, it slips everybody's mind now. Shit. So at least he's still alive. Oh, that's, that's good. I think it's probably time to uh, let him go. Go in. Back home. To the Feywilds. I don't know if he has a home there. Or whatever he wants, but I no longer think it's in his best interest to be involved with us. I could just let him stay at the castle. Well, I don't know. It's up to him. Yes, I believe the decision should be left up to him. I'm gonna get some sleep now, though. Good. I know it's only like, what? Just afternoon, probably. But, I think I need a whole day. Understandable. We'll talk later. Thank you, Gregory. And, 
make sure to attend my meeting tomorrow. I have some information that is quite pertinent to how we proceed. Where's the meeting? It will be in the second floor conference room. Alright, what time? Noon. We go to I'll be there. I'll head out to the tower to continue studying. So I'm gonna get that fucking chapter. Hmm. So yeah, I'm just making my way. Yeah, we're going away! And Ricky's gonna try to put a hand on your shoulder to try and get your attention. Um, I thought you were gonna stay with Terry. Uh, he's gonna be okay for now. I'm worried about you. I gotta go get the braces. Okay, and <laughs> Ricky will just follow. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm fucking Lunar Guard, get the fuck out of my way. Like, if anyone gets between me and my mission, I will literally push them out of my way and say, I have no time for you. Overall, y'all do have a reputation that does precede you, especially in the castle of this current form. It's not too difficult to find the priestess, as it seems she's currently discussing <coughs> with a few of the guard about how to deal with uh, the infected individuals in the closed room. You come up and You have teleportation magic. You're covered in blood. How do you have a way to get to Envelda today? Today. Do you have a way to get to Envelda at all? Yes, but... A circle? Nothing I can give to you today. When can you do it? Days. When's the soonest you can do it? Oh, hold me a while. A while when? I don't need vague. I want exact. A week or a month. I don't exactly have control over what Saloon blesses me. He's just well, like, well, I had just spoken with Gregory. Um, we have the capability of using uh, the dreamscape to travel to Imbelda. How long will that take? It will take about a week. Now, teleportation would be faster, but um, I'm pretty sure the castle is strapped for resources right now. Extremely so. Uh, myself and mostly depleted down to bare minimums. Can you do it or not? Not for a week or a month. I don't know which. Useless. He's gonna turn around and walk out. Sorry, Christmas. He's like walking much slower now because it was fast paced with a purpose, and now it's just like. Uh, and of course, Ricky will be following behind. You, you'll hear a couple of pings because he's fucking cussing himself out. Is it like a a xylophone? Like, (laughs) 
I always imagine Celestial's high pitch, and he always cusses in Celestial. He never cusses in, in common. And then he'll all of a sudden turn around, might accidentally run into each other. You said the dreamscape. How long will that take? Um, all I know is that the ritual can be performed after we have a long rest, but I don't know how long the traveling will be. It'll be a, it'll be a much faster fist into a wall. But it's still gonna take a fucking week. Thing is, we can't just go marching into uh, that place tomorrow. I mean, we can only, if she has if she has you know wishes left up her sleeve and uh, whatever else in, in that castle, we need to prepare ourselves if we want to get Albert alive. Not to mention getting then out alive as well. So for our sake of our safety, we need to plan our trip there. But Mel, you were you were wonderful today. I I I'm very appreciative. It's fucking useless. No, you you found Terry. You found Terry, and he's. I'm surprised she left him alive. He's Finn's favorite. Had we not uncovered the fake Terry today, who knows what would have happened. Too long. But that's. But we can talk about what had happened. Um, but, at the, but unfortunately, we cannot change what had happened in the past. Horse today, there's no way to get there. It's gonna take everyone at least a fucking week before they can do anything. We are strapped. He's gonna like look up. I, I think we're like outside at this point. He's gonna look up and like. He's obviously cursing again as he's looking into the sky. Um, you don't speak Celestial, so you don't understand. He's just like, why would you fucking give me a task I can't even handle? he's outside because it's one of those where step one step two step three just like he's lost what next step is and I think he starts like And he's just like mumbling to himself. 
Oh. I think he's like aimlessly wandering, probably back towards the cathedral. Okay. And yeah. Ricky he's will lost just, again. Ricky will just patiently follow you back <laughs> to the cathedral. He'll just aimlessly eventually head back and gosh. In the center hall, as soon as you get in, the piano's there. I think he's gonna see it. And stop. And then curse again, and like with a mission, head towards the top of the tower. Okay. Um. And then, like, not noticing you're following him, and until he gets to the tower part, if you still continue to follow him at that point, mm -hmm. he'll be like, "Leave me be," and go on up. Ricky will head back down. Actually, he'd probably say, Stop following me like a puppy. <laughs> I'm only worried about you now. Storm's off. He's back to super angry again. Okay. And there will be crashes from the tower. And screams and rage of roars. And little pings is what I feel. He's just like calling himself useless over and over again and slamming his fist into just whatever. Uh, rookie will go back downstairs and go into, and wait by Terry and just kind of watch over him. So, would be anything else this lovely, thunderous day? I'm gonna, one last thing I'm gonna have Malthus do is after I get to the tower, I'm gonna have him go look for an artisan who does statuette work in metal, preferably gold or platinum. Probably by the end of the day he'll find you someone that could probably fit the bill. Then I'd go visit them to get a miniaturized statue of myself worth 1500 gold pieces. Two change. Actually there is one thing Commission. I Yes. Um, having having a rookie will attempt to revisit the the priestess and basically uh, mention uh, Terry's condition and uh, ask to see if uh, maybe uh, after he's healed for a while 
maybe getting uh, a prosthetic for his missing fingers. Um, and uh, oh yes, and I want to mention Lady Rusiel and the fact that she said that you had sent her to be there. That's quite odd. I haven't spoken with her directly, save for that one time I seen about the ritual for uh, Zataz. It's, it is quite odd, because she really asserts that she essentially has um, ownership of the place. Well, she is actually the proprietor that owns the premises, yes. Mm. But uh, years ago, she had me put down as a, uh, mm. I guess you'd say, as a side owner or mm. authority when she's not present over the property. I did request that she come back at least to help with the ritual, but she said she was unavailable at the time. Uh, I see. So she's actually here now. Mm -hmm. Oh, I had to stop by. Oh, that's right. Uh, Gregory is inviting us over for some meeting tomorrow. I'll see you then. Was it meeting tomorrow? So he mentioned to me some about a day ago when y'all were in the castle. I did mention this to the party, but a lot has happened <laughs> since then, so it's understandable. Yeah, I haven't seen her since I was a child, so it'll be quite interesting to see her again. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah now is a good time to discuss many things. Um, did you... So basically, uh, Lee Colt had infiltrated the castle or the cathedral and someone wished themselves to be uh, Terry and had tied up Terry and left him with many uh, well chopped off some of his fingers and um, left him beaten so yes. I, to what end though? And trying to gain information on you. I mean, from what I'm saying, you have been harrying them. And well, it was, um, and I can't remember her name. Uh, what's Laurel? Laurel. It was Laurel, which is a person who's infatuated with Ben. And uh, she gets Everyone. really jealous. But there's a lot. No, of she's infatuated with Ben. No, but does the priestess know about the split personality? Evelyn. Well, they've messed up, and they wouldn't think about that. And Christmas well, was treated as another name for Evelyn because, well, they have quite a slew of them. Um, <laughs> but, at any rate, so we figured it was out of jealousy that she did this. Well, uh, this may be my personal opinion, but uh, it doesn't quite sound like the cult itself infiltrated the cathedral, but this one use of resources that she gained from the cult. Mm. Which, personally, I think is a, maybe a little bit better, because, I mean, one lone wolf is a little bit easier to deal with than an organized group. And you're probably right, Priestess, honestly. Just keep your eye out, though. Because, well, if she's involved with them, there's no telling how they'll take her actions. 
Colts might see y'all as a, the, a growing threat that a member attempted to deal with and now was thwarted, or they'll see you as something else. Maybe they'll just see you as an annoyance. I can, I can only imagine, I mean, of course I'm paranoid given the situation with uh, Itavi and, and the Viscounts just outside of the castle. I mean, uh, I, I can only, I'm only concerned that with the hundreds of new faces or 100 or so new faces in our, in the cathedral, that any one of them could have been from the cult. No. It's always possible unless you're going to sit down and interrogate each and every member. It can be quite difficult the larger one's estate is. Well, I'm sure we'll discuss more tomorrow. Um, but, uh, and I'll, I'm sure you're busy at the moment. I guess we're trying to see about quelling the infected that we've sealed off. See if we can get them detained and restrained in a fashion that we can begin investigating them. So I'll be busy through the night. You know, make sure to see you tomorrow, I believe, uh, roughly noon, right. what was requested. I'll make sure Theron's there and I can get him. I don't know about anyone else, though, that Gregory's asked for. Okay. All right, mate. I'll see you tomorrow. Well, well, good rest for you. Bye. You as well. And with that, he returns to Terry's bedside. Actually, I keep forgetting things. Uh, one more thing I want to do before I do that is I want to see Roger if I can track him down. Yeah, he's still <coughs> patrolling the cathedral. I mean, it's supposed to be what he's on guard duty for here. Uh, the commotion did draw him, it was pretty much over before he got any chance to interact. Anyway, uh, that was something, I have something serious to talk with you about. Oh, serious indeed. What's going on? The whole section of floor in there is missing now. Well, uh, some of that was, uh, well, Mel was upset earlier, but some of that was uh, also, uh, we had found out that Terry was replaced by, um, um, Lorel. Lorel, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> was replaced by Lorel. Lorel had used a wish to wish themselves to be Terry. That's quite frightening for someone to have that much power. Trade themselves yeah. out to any one of us. Not only that, but they had gate. They had used two gates, for that matter. I'm not familiar with that one. That's a very powerful spell. Uh, I can believe you on that. Um, there's some things... This is very hard to talk with you about, right? but... Um, do you want to go back home? Oh, of course I'd like to go back home, but... I mean, I ain't going back without my mates. Okay. Well, um, 
there is a way to get back home, but I lost that plan of saying, uh, not without, uh, not without Terry, not without making sure everything's wrapped up here. Um, but, uh, I said Terry, Tabby. Yeah, Tabby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ricky, Dicky, Tabby, Tabby, Terry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Just need a tablet. The other thing I have been meaning to mention to you. So, so if, if you plan on saying if if you plan on saying here, then we're good with that. Then. Well, look here, Ricky. I know things are getting rough for you. It's been rough on me. We started this journey together, all four of us. Well, we may not be exactly here before anymore. I don't plan on leaving unless I'm leaving with you. So when we get Tommy back, we can talk again about me heading out. And unless something dire happens that really does frighten me to death, I'm expecting you to abandon you. Rookie will, uh, Rookie will, will have a grin on his face and pat him on the shoulder. Well, thanks, Mike. Uh, actually, there's a way. There's another thing I want to talk to you about that uh, is also kind of difficult. But uh, I learned that there's a spell that can bring my brother back. Right. So it's called True Resurrection. Sounds mighty impressive. Um, I am not strong enough to use the spell, but. Uh, it's it, it it's yeah I, I but there's a possibility I can eventually learn it but it's right now definitely ways off. Um, well, I'll be rooting for you on it. But it'd be mighty nice to bring him back from you know giving a good hug. And Indeed, uh, I it would be nice to have him back. Um, so hopefully, um, once all is said and done, all four of us can head back to our home. I think that sounds like the best option offered at this conversation. At the same time though, I mean, we've, we have family here, so I don't know. I, I'm still debating whether or not I want to go back. No, I understand you that. There's a lot of things here that we don't have at home. A lot of activities, people, new friends. It's not exactly something I think it can be for a while. That's for sure. Alright, well, honestly, I wasn't sure what the answer was, but I'm, I'm glad that you chose to stay. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, that's all I can say. Thank you. All right, well, then I'll be getting back to my rounds. Maybe this time I can be more useful and, uh, catch someone breaking in before they already dealt with the gun. Well, hop to it.
this wonderful day? Worst. Um, apart from the one merchant, I'm gonna go see to get the little figurine made. Little statuesque. Um, I'd also want to go to my spell focus guy to get a spell focus repair. Alright. Repair will only take about a day. And <coughs> one notch? Two notches. Two notches. It'll be about uh, 30 gold. We're going to work on cleaning up the focus and getting it proper again. The statuette, he can have a mate, but it'll be... Same guy? No. Okay. And he tells you it'll be about the end of the week before he can do it. Before it'll be ready. And how much? It'll be 1,500 gold? It'll be uh, 1750 Materials, labor, time. I'm sure you understand. Well, come now. You want the first one to come in here and request statues? I'm going to go to Noble House over there that's requesting a uh, whole line of uh, statuettes of the family. Looks like they're going to make a chessboard of themselves. Two hundred plat now, and it's done in two days. Well, for that price, I can definitely bump you up the list. But it'll take three at least. The molding isn't the easiest part. Paying cash. Counts it out. See you in three days. Do you know who I am? You're rich, <laughs> and you pay. Right now, you can be my king for all I care. I'm High Mage Gregory Kinslayer of the Vibrant Vagrants. Hmm. So you can write that down on the uh, receipt he's currently filling out for making this. I'll make sure to remember that, Mr. Kinslayer. Kinslayer. Have a good day. Good day. Kinslayer. Just increase the titles. <laughs> 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 Pull up the file here. <laughs> Title's called. What was it? I just have a magic mouth implanted on my forehead whenever I introduce myself. This takes at least five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> because all this happened in the afternoon, there's still the whole rest of the fucking day to go. Mm -hmm. At some point, Mel will eventually call me. And I have had no luck finding my fucking helmet. Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel like he's in zombie. You know, like, if you've ever experienced crying for, like, a whole day or so. And just the exhaustion that it puts on you. I feel like he's just in zombie mode. And it's like, oh, it's dinner time. I need to go get dinner ready. <laughs> and uh, while he's out getting whatever it is we need for dinner, because it's still, we still don't really have a cook yet. Uh, 
looking for a new helmet. I will take one of the guards or something. If I see just one sitting around, going. One more perception check as you go out and collect a few resources for uh, cooking the night. Uh, that's a 12. I'm just looking for any old helmet to hide this ugly mug. This Keanu removes. <laughs> Major 2021! <laughs> Are you able to find a simple helmet? It'll cover you up, but it's mostly got leather wrapping around it. Yeah, just something new, because I've lost my shiny, and I just don't want to deal with facial expressions. Right now. You essentially find it on what looks like a uh, horse post just kind of left there in the rain. Yeah, I just grab it and throw it over my face so that I don't have to deal with what my face looks like because I can't control it right now. And, uh... I bring dinner back into the cathedral. I, I don't eat myself. It's just there for whoever wants it. And... We'll be in the tower again, and then there's something else I want to do, but late. Hmm. Anything else then? I mean, aside from casting alarm in Neiman's tiny hut before going to bed, no. So what I want to do would be after everyone's basically gone to bed. I mean, y'all have nothing else. And at some point late in the night, Mel will probably be back in the main cathedral area, pacing back and forth, looking at the statue, talking over the celestial, not necessarily cussing this stuff. And uh, I think at one point he'll make his way towards Evelyn's room. And. Just before he knocks on the door, he stops. Door's wide open. Unless Gregory closed it. <coughs> Did you close it or not? When I left? They said they were going to sleep. Yeah, I probably would have closed it then. Okay, so it's closed. Alright. Then... Then I'll go to knock and then stop. And then I think he'll just put his back to the door and slide down it. And just sit there for a bit. Probably about 30 minutes before he gets up and leaves and goes back to the tower. That's it. Mm 
Coming to the next day, the storm seems to be growing a bit. Heavy rain, a bit of thunder. Cold chill in the air from this extra moisture. At this point, you'll notice that the area that had been struck with the disintegrate spell in the uh, ballroom has currently been somewhat roped off as servants are essentially having to dig out the uh, sand and dust and clear it away for a carpenter to, carpenter to eventually come in and assess what can be done to repair it. Now, uh, Terry is still slumbering away. Doesn't look like he'll be waking up anytime soon. Um, Ricky will find some, like, find like some bread or something. Uh, and maybe like a, a dish of butter um, and, and some water and places it on his bedside table so he can make himself something whenever he wakes up. Um, Ricky will... Um, oh, does does he seem okay? Does okay. Uh, Ricky will then go upstairs and uh, knock on Mel's um, door. We're only at the tower has any doors. It's just a loop, and I'm at the top. Okay. Well, uh, he will check on Mel. I'm just trying to think of. Is there a roof access? Can he have gotten onto the roof? I mean, it kind of has a large open roof, so you can, as tall as you are, you can pretty much reach up to a beam and begin to like, climb and pull yourself right on top. I think he'd be as much on the roof as possible, just hanging over, still asleep because he totally didn't go to bed until probably an hour ago. No. Um, right? Yeah, I thought it does. Um, Ricky notices that you're asleep and we'll turn back the other way. He's going to then check on, oh, he's going to knock on Eve's door. What time is it? Well, probably around 8-ish in the morning, maybe a bit earlier. Yeah, you would get a response. Okay. Then Ricky will just go downstairs for some breakfast. And the breakfast is simple. It looks like it's a uh, bit of light porridge with some uh, fruits offered up to be mixed in. I think about 30 minutes after you start eating, I show up. Morning Eve. I'm still like half dressed, still like ripped, whatever. I'm just like, just sit down. 
Morning. Uh, all things considered, how are you? I'm not dead. Well, there's a start. Well, that might be better than how I'm feeling right now. Get Ben back. Like you're speaking nonsense, he never left. Ricky doesn't say anything else. No, I wouldn't say anything else either. Just sit there. in the beginning, but parents change. Left eye is no longer green, it's gray. And uh, all the tattoos on that side are gone, and all the jewelry is gone too. And uh, since I'm only half, literally half dressed, you can tell that I'm not a guy anymore. Feeling very hungry. Well, you want to I know that you may not feel hungry now, but I would hope that you try to keep your strength for what lies ahead. If you don't eat, you'll only begin. Um, I know that the circumstances aren't the best, but um, there is a large adventure ahead of us. And I know that you'll find a well. This isn't coming out great, but I know that you are, <laughs> you, you love the idea of adventure and um, maybe if you put it in that mindset, perhaps it'll be a little bit easier. And we are here to help too. You're not alone in this. Um, we all want to rescue them. Keep saying that. I told you Ben never left. 
I'll see you at the meeting, Ricky. Okay. I just get up and just walk away. I'd probably just uh, go to the ballroom where the piano is and just sit at the piano and just kind of just stare at the keys until it's noon. I would have gotten up extra early to get all my studying in before the meeting. Okay, he's going to pray. I am asleep on the roof. Dripping blood everywhere. Half blood? of it's Terry's from still being soaked in it because I never washed off. Half of it's from where I've gouged my arm. Oh. Did I? No, probably okay. not at that time. Okay. It, it's one of those things where as the rain's slowly soaking him, it'll slowly start dripping, making a puddle. It's not like he's got a bleeding wound, but it's one of those things where unless you would have been up on the roof, you wouldn't have seen God, his death. Um, when I'm angry, I have bad tendencies of so far. Who's a toss? I'm just gonna be spending the day trying to find my materials. That's all. That's all I'm gonna do this week. All right. Thanks, Gregory. Who was it all you uh, tried inviting to this lovely meeting? The Archmage of the Seventh Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, Arianette. The High Priestess, all of the Lunar Guards, um, the Queen, if she so desires to grace us with her presence, um, each member of the Vibrant Vagrants, and I think Roger. No, I didn't invite Roger. I know you invited Marcus. I invited Marcus, that's right, and Lady Rubenstein. Mm -hmm. We also invited um, <coughs> Monroe. Yes, and Monroe. I forgot about Monroe. It's been a while. The room still has taken one of the large storage rooms at your request and converted it into a bit of a conference room. In the short time that she's had to do this, uh, she actually made a bit of a nice presentation for you. Many of the pews have been brought in and set up along with an assortment of chairs to create a nice bit of a semicircle towards a uh, small platform, roughly built, but still presentable, with a pew at the top for uh, speaking. A couple of chairs behind it as necessary for if anyone was to uh, take turns or for introductions. And uh, simple cloth has been put across the walls to help with echo and uh, in order to keep the sound from being too loud. It's about 11 o'clock, the guests start showing up. Um, <coughs> Marcus is more than happy to be early. 
Other than that, it is a bit of a new month, so she does have a bit of delivery for the vibrants. For you, two payments of, I believe it is, 31 platinum apiece, because you had it forwarded to him and you've had your servants pay docked from it. And of course, a large payment for you, as it was a new month while y'all were away. How much was it again? 3,000 platinum. Oh. And he tells you, of course, that he's quite interested in whatever it is that Gregory has planned for us. It's always exciting with you. Uh, shortly after that... <coughs> you say two payments of 31, or just one payment of Two payments of 31. So, 62. Shortly after that... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, the priestess and Theronshaw, she apologizes, the other two are currently up on business at the Queen's behest, so they are unavailable to attend. And she's quite saddened because uh, Wyatt was fairly interested in meeting you. Uh, from there, after both of them attend, Monroe was unfortunately indisposed, as instead he sent two close associates on his behalf. He sent a uh, commander of the First Legion that protects the city, a Sam Glendale elf that apparently is an old friend of his and trustworthy, as well as the current captain of the Royal Guard, someone he trained himself, a uh, Harry Von Zindel fellow. They apologized for him not being able to make it, but this was the next best thing he could offer. <coughs> and Arionette shows up, of course, with Chip, looking as dapper as she could possibly get him in the rain. Him eating it up like this is some form of training on how to be proper on proper etiquette and present presentation as he seems to be trying to feign some form of nobility. That's a little cute. He's <laughs> trying very hard. And then lastly and quite surprisingly, he ended up deciding to come with the Grand Master of the Seventh Tower actually does present himself as he is curious to what is going on, especially since the guest list is rather interesting. It's a bit loaded. I mean, you know, bribe, bribery with names does tend to work. Also, I'm sure getting contacted by both me and the priestess has run separately. <laughs> And I assume that the, the queen did not show up. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> still technically under a coup as well. Uh, the priestess Nunreen explains that with the current situation of <coughs> the city, leaving the castle isn't something that's good for her safety. But she did say that anything that is to be learned here, she does request it be passed along to her. So after this meeting, that's where I'll be headed with Theron. As you all kind of pile into the uh, little conference room, eventually, at the very end, uh, Lady Grunstill shows up and she stays to the back, trying to avoid dealing with anyone near the door, just standing and watching. Seems like she came in with a ledger of some sort and is writing things down. 
but I assume this is the best we will do for now. Thank you all for attending. Um, I've been looking forward to sharing my studies with everyone, and I'm afraid to say that it is not of the best of news. So, I guess we will get started. The sun did not rise. Hours turned into days, days into weeks, and still the blanket of darkness shrouded all. A cruel, dark winter was upon us, freezing the warmth of our blood. We no longer can ignore the signs of our changing world. We can no longer ignore the return of Father Lament. I'm not there, by the way. Mm. I last said I was still in the sleep. Sure, everybody's noticed that natural light, torches, candles, they don't seem to burn as bright as they once did. First, I was confused at this and wasn't quite sure what it meant, but with some research, I found some patterns. These events have happened before, but I wanted to make sure. The last time this happened, the dimming of natural light was accompanied by, with the sun rising later and setting sooner. I don't know if everyone has been aware, but this has also happened. Our days have been shortened. So, of course, I started recording the sunrises and sunsets, their times, comparing my observations to the historical data gathered before, can say without a shadow of a doubt that the sunrise is taking place an hour later and the sunset is coming an hour earlier. Many records show that this is a phase of the coming of Lamech. To understand the gravity of this situation, I will share with you the next three phases to be expected. Currently, we're in phase one, as stated, but the next sign of the return of Lamech will be spells and other effects that create magical darkness will last twice their normal duration. The radius of illumination from natural light sources will drop to a mere five feet. Sunrise will occur two hours later, and sunset will occur two hours earlier. And the average temperature worldwide will drop by two degrees. After that, spells and other effects that create magical darkness will have their size doubled in dimension. Light produced by spells or other magical effects will have their size halved in all dimensions and will no longer dispel darkness of any level. Natural light sources do not illuminate any area at all. 
appearing only as dim spots. And the sun will rise for a mere one hour each day, with the global temperature dropping by four degrees. And we will know that we have lost when the sun vanishes altogether. Spells, magic items, and other effects that generate lice cease to do so. Spells and other effects that create magical darkness continue to be enhanced as under the strong sign. The average temperature plunges another 10 degrees and drops by one degree further every day after. This is the sign of the dead sun. Now after verifying this, I was still not entirely convinced until I stumbled across a passage that lined up with what we saw when we rescued Marcus's daughter from the cannibals in the north. Madness dwells on the mountaintop, where pharaoh tribes folk feast on human flesh and dance in the worship of darkness. Their song can be heard even now, calling out to their father to bring their eternal cold and endless darkness of death. Now, if we were to get out a map and map out between the town that we just went to rescue and the location of the tribes here, we can see that they share a mountain which has a rather large glacier located here. I believe the glacier that was eating the town was in fact this glacier from this very same mountain. And I believe that mountaintop is in fact the prison of one of the ancient evils, Father Lamech. How do I know of this? Well, after great study, found that the ancient elves spent much of their time near endless research and study. When the world's mysteries were unraveled, they turned their minds to what lies beyond. The vast and varied planes of existence fascinated them, yet they still sought farther. The most powerful among them wanted to know what lay beyond the plains. As part of their work, the elves constructed a great many gates and portals and up to other worlds and planes of existence. In attempting to peer beyond the veils of infinity, they finally built their greatest creation, the vast gate, designed to pierce the boundaries of the plains. And unfortunately, what they found destroyed them. Legend holds that the vast gate opened a rift in reality, allowing a glimpse into the place known only as the Far Realm, the place of alien geometry, maddening thoughts, and toxic natural law was antithetical to mortal life. Even as the elves tried to close the gate, strange things slipped through, forever tying the world to the Far Realm. Although many of these entities have surfaced over the years only to be banished or destroyed, some remain to spread their foul taint. The records are far from clear, but the name Father Lamech appears more than once. Creatures of the far realm do not obey natural laws. Their alien nature is deadly to those who come in contact with it. 
However, the world can affect them in strange ways as well. Ancient records made by the Vasgate survivors note that some of the far realm entities could not live in the world. Some died of natural deaths, while others merely ceased to function, going into a sort of dormancy until conditions would be right for them to thrive. One such entity seemed to have an aversion to light. Although it was paralyzed, some aspect of the creature remained able to send illusory projections, beckoning the unwary to visit his unmoving form. These projections gave Father Lamech his name, since the twisted monstrosity was hidden beneath the illusion of a kindly old man. Perhaps a wizened old elf. Perhaps. Although dormant, Father Lamech still proved deadly. Those fooled by his illusions were soon tainted by his corruption and had to be destroyed. Although exposing him to light caused dormancy, it also caused his form to radiate waves of deadly cold. Soon sheets of ice began to engulf his body. The elves moved him to a mountaintop where his chill would not harm anyone and the light of the sun might keep him dormant forever. The few remaining caretaker elves eventually died and Father Lamech was forgotten. I do not know how, but a cult has learned of Lamech's prison and is trying to bring about his reign of icy darkness. Quince, the twins, and possibly the Viscount are all involved in this scheme. The twins referred to Quince as Big Brother right before we killed him, and they referenced the great eldritch being as Father. With what Father typically refers to in these ancient texts, I'm pretty sure we know what Father they were referencing. They also mentioned a mother who is still unknown. Our current dilemma has two parts. One is the return of Lamech, and the other is the chaotic nature of magic. I believe the latter can be fixed. Made back to how it was when the legends were written, or at least stabilized. My gut tells me this may be tied to the vast gate somehow, but I lack research to back that up. I believe this could help us gain an edge against this cult and Lamech. But I don't believe it will guarantee us a victory. So that's, that's it. Those are my secrets. That is my mission here on this world. It's to stabilize magic and defeat this great monstrosity, this Father Lamech and his followers. Now, what I have said I'm sure will rattle a few. It's blasphemy, according to some, but these are the facts. And whether you decide to bury your head and burn me at the stake, or take up the banner, rally around us, and help us in our fight, I will let you decide.
Mumlin going in between some of them. Give them thinking. <clears throat> yeah, Grandmaster Elton puts up his hand. Gregory. Yes, Grandmaster. I've studied much of these aberrations, but I haven't come across anything to uh, validate what you're speaking of past a very, very well-guarded set of ledgers and journals. My associate here, Annette, can vouch for that as she has access to a handful of them as my written discretion. So, can you tell me then where you have learned of such things that, as far as we know, aren't there? Well, I've half opened the door, so I might as well kick it the rest of the way open. I'm going to lift up my shirt and slam a book on the podium. I do not know how my grandfather came in possession of this, but this is the Codex Athema. several of the individuals, as some of them clearly recognize either the book itself or the name. I do not wish any others to bear the burden and the mental strain it takes to study such an artifact. But it gave me the knowledge capable of bringing Chip to this world and it helped connect the dots on many of these missing histories, whether they were forgotten with time or on purpose. This little hand goes up, it's uh, the Royal Guard Captain Harry. I have to <clears throat> ask, uh, I don't really know you, but Monroe speaks for you, so I'll give you that. What makes you think we should trust you with such a heretical and deadly artifact? I want to know that your words are something that we can believe in and aren't something to set us up for doom. History has taught us most of those artifacts, well, I'm sure you know. Since I was a young one, my life has been filled with nothing but violence. Unnecessary violence. And the one thing that brought me peace was knowing that chance through study and application of certain magics I could leave this world better than when I entered it. Now 
Other than my words, I do not have a lot to offer, but, holding up my wristband, I am loyal to our queen, loyal to this kingdom and this world as one. And if I go mad, Mel has made a vow to end me. For people looking around, noticing that Meliodas isn't here at the moment. I apologize for his absence. He has lost a very dear friend and is in mourning. So another hand goes up. It's fair this time. Oh, Gre Gregory, right? Uh, forgive me, I'm not the most intelligent type, and. Uh, Trustworthiness besides, and there's people for that. Uh, I don't really understand how a few degrees temperature is really going to affect us. I mean, you're talking the difference between a warm and a hot day, really. Is that really something to worry about? I mean, from the sounds of it, the worst thing of it is, is we're just going to have the night over our heads all the time. A bit of difficulty seeing. What was your hometown again? Kinlock? Windlock. Uh, Windlock's not my hometown. Right, right, sorry, but that's where you started. That's where I started. Where y'all saw me. Ricky, yes. you recently went to Windlock. Yes. We are all aware Windlock is a farming community, no? Yes, it's a great supplier of ironwood. Ironwood yes. and also just food. Mm -hmm. uh, they provide good... Uh, Winter sustenance, we get plenty of our gourds as well as the meats from their field. Now, more or less, when was planting season supposed to take place? Oh, that had been uh, starting probably last month into this one. What was the state of Windlock when you visited, Ricky? Last yeah. week, was it? Mm, yes. Um, and, uh, yes, it was icy, and they were concerned that they would lose their crop for the year. Hear them whispering themselves again. I can see. It's the start of summer. It's a bit cold outside, but it's not mm -hmm. terrible. Um, if, uh, if you don't believe me, I'd happily, uh, uh, if a zone of truth wants, someone wants to cast zone of truth on me, I'd happily submit to that. Because you see, Marcus raises his hand and says, I can speak for them, uh, if you don't know, uh, Merchant's Lord Marcus Ranestine. I've uh, been working with him for some time now, Lady Priestess. Um, I handle a lot of trade coming in and out of the city. It's been growing, connections growing, but beside that, uh, resources from uh, anywhere near the mountains, many of our metals, gems, Many of our mountain-bearing uh, resources in general have started to dwindle. Prices on them are on a rise. So I do think that uh, what Ricky is saying about the weather conditions are growing worse. It starts with the most extreme, the most northern and the most southern parts. They require thawing to happen, and with just that two degrees difference, that can extend the planting season or prevent it 
until potentially midsummer, and then with an early fall coming, the crops may not have enough time to fully finish before the harsh winter comes in. We're looking at our springs and falls becoming very short seasons and our summer shrinking with a longer and longer winter. And the further we allow this to progress, the worse it's going to get. Yeah, Grandmaster raises hand again. Uh, I understand your uh, point, Gregory. Uh, I've studied some things similar with other aberrations of potent quanti quality. But I have little information on this mimic you speak of. How do you propose we challenge it? Have you found anything in your notes about where it currently resides or how to uh, best it? So, when we were in the town, we can all attest, and if you want us in a zone of truth, we have the priestess here. There was an old wizened elf. Now, I don't know about any of you, but it's been a while since I've seen an elf reach that age. So, it's a sight to behold. On top of that, we found a giant crevasse in the iceberg. Now, in this crevice, it was full of what can only be described as monstrosities. I believe these are the tainted, the turned, the followers of Lamech, being literally transformed into monsters, having three eyes, glowing red. They maintain their intelligence. They're quite dangerous. But when we traveled to the very top of the iceberg, that is where we ran into this elf now, he got very angry, but we were able to prevent, through using a wall of force, we could prevent any type of potential manipulation or attack, even though I'm pretty sure he was trying to affect us. I believe the iceberg is directly linked to his prison. Now, in the ancient text, it talks about the elves bringing him to the very top of that mountain. And we did not stay long when we rescued Marcus's daughter, for I do not need to tell you about how barbaric the barbaric barbarians are. But I believe they may have a direct passage to his actual tomb. For I do believe it is still on the very top of that mountain. Now, daylight seems very important, which is why the days are shortening and darkness is growing. 
That's why I believe daylight will help cure the disease, the spread of his corruption, and why it's a key component to making a full recovery. It's also very clear that daylight will paralyze him, but even in a paralyzed state, he is powerful. Now, with a bit more research, I'm hoping to learn more about these other great ancients who are part of this world. Just as Chip is not evil, alien, different, but not evil, I do believe perhaps some of these other ancients are of the same persuasion. Perhaps not evil, perhaps not exactly good, but if you can find what motivates them, we might be able to gain an ally or two in that regard. I cannot make any guarantees or promises. This is an avenue that I will explore and be very cautious when exploring. But honestly, I'm open to ideas. And go up and see Royal Captain Harry. Yes. <clears throat> Your treasonous acts aside, how long do you suspect we have before this progresses to this eventual arrival or awakening? Did we talk about that? That I do not know. I know that the effects of phase one happened a long ago. About a month ago is when phase one started, and I started recording it. The ancients didn't so much talk about how long each phase took, but we know where the cult in general is. The town we were just sent to is lost, but the entrance into the iceberg is there. But they've corrupted giants. They're growing an army. And I really hate to bring this to the table, but perhaps we may need to seek help from the crystal there. You can see Phil immediate change in the air, whereas a lot of them becomes immediate parent. Don't have good relations with the crystal bell. You actually see the uh, commander and the royal captain actually both are unable to suppress a snicker at the thought of working with them for any reason. 
I know it's far-fetched, but we're not talking about Mendeleev alone. We're talking about the world. We're talking about this plane of existence. This is bigger than politics. This is bigger than border disputes. The uh, captain's like, I understand what you're saying, but you don't understand what you're talking about. I think I've learned enough. I'll be letting myself out before I uh, <laughs> hurt myself laughing at certain prospects. I will pass this on to Monroe, right, Commander? Yeah, we'll give this to. Monroe, I want to know about what's going on. He has good faith in you all, so I imagine his support will be behind you. I also imagine he'll find it hard to suppress the laugh or two at the thought of seeking Christabel for aid. So, before we dismerge this presentation anymore, today. Thank you for your time. Let's get up and <coughs> leave. You see, Priestess is currently talking with uh, Theron, and one of them is whispering back and forth. Marcus is thinking, like, Gregory, I do understand you have a certain high, uh, what's the word for it, uh, expectation? No. Understanding? That's not right. Uh, what, what am I looking for? Um, Trust, I think, is what it You have a high level of expectant trust that uh, a dire situation can cause people to put their differences aside and help one another. But uh, I think you're a bit shy of what actually goes on in the uh, higher realm of societies. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, is it's more than likely that Christabel will let us succumb to the effects of Lamech's influence just so they themselves won't have to even deal with us. As you've shown on the map, we are significantly closer to his lair, and, well, we'll be under his influence a lot sooner than they will. Though we may have some protection here, they themselves have stronger protection than we. At the moment, it kind of looks around, can possibly dream of. And I don't know if you know our histories too well, but Mendeleev and Christabel have been at war at many occasions. Our beliefs being counter to one another aren't exactly something that quite gets along. So it's not just that you're seeking aid for the survivability of all, but you're also seeking aid from someone that would happily see us fall. That's why they laughed. I don't think it's a bad idea. I just don't know if you understand the weight of it. Discussing her, uh, the priestess, the sentence. I understand your point, Gregory. I do. This is something that's is entirely outside of my realm of influence. I'm talking about seeking the aid of a different country. I am not against it at all. 
I'm all for better relations. But despite having the weight of Her Majesty on my side while we're here, it's not something I can say to or against. It will be up to her. I will speak with her at length on this and see what they may decide to proceed with. I highly doubt that the commander and the captain are going to be quiet about your present artifact. So you might be hearing about that in coming weeks. <coughs> Though if there's anything going for you, you do at least have the protection of the previous ruling granting you the rights of study. We'll definitely be using that to uh, help prevent any further issues. Though I'm probably going to request that you spend more time with the Grand, Mess Grand Master over there, so that way he can have a little time to study the book as well and see whether or not it is a danger to your mentality, and if whether or not anything you've said you know, is untrustworthy. Not that I don't trust you, but there's been incidents in the past where influence is not noticed until it's too late. I count. I am curious also to uh, see how the further accusations against the Viscount go. They seem to really be piling up, and well, your group seems to be quite, quite fairly involved with all of them. That's beside the matter. For now, I'll take my leave. This is much to do and speak on. Well, if his dog hadn't gone after Meliodas and killed his wife and kept her to keep resurrecting to eat his unborn child, we probably wouldn't have been so tangled with the Viscount. Well, that's a bit of new information for myself. I'm still investigating some of his uh, recent actions and doings and involvements. So in the coming weeks, you'll probably be getting responses on several of the things he's done, and I'm seeing about getting those bracelets more of an optional accessory instead of a required. Thank you. And for now, uh, he looks around, clearly looking for someone who's not there. Goodbye for now. As she goes to leave, she stops to speak with Nut, uh, <coughs> and they go step out into the hall. So now you're essentially left with just Marcus and Elton. As the others have left, and it's just y'all. It kind of feels nice not to have any more secrets. Uh, as I was a little nervous for you, um, so I am a little bit, but um, but that didn't. Unfortunately, we didn't get any suggestions of what to do about this situation.